This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. It is time for The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. We do it each and every weekend for you here on Friday nights. You get the Encore replay on Saturday morning. We got a ton of great stuff to talk about, including championship weekend in college football, some great games to highlight, Saturday games in the NFL, the full slate on Sunday, and the NBA is right around the corner. Are we going to have enough time to talk about all of them, Mike? We need more than an hour, my friend. <laughs> we sure do, Carmen. I'll tell you, good to talk to you, and I'll tell everybody this right now. 5-0 and last week. Carmen is back 1-1. One one. We're 6-1. and one. Then I, I, I had the two Twitter picks. So I took the Bears, and the Bears win their game. Miami covers their game. It was a magical week for everybody. I say today that, uh, guess what? We're, we're the fourth now in the whole country for sports gambling uh, It's as far as uh, – uh, the United States is concerned. We're really picking up a lot of, uh, well, I guess you're a degenerate if you're losing and you're betting every day, but you're a skilled gambler if you're winning. That's right. That's all I'm going to tell you, folks. But I got to tell you, I'm surprised we're number four, but then again, I'm not surprised. Yeah. But it's, hey, it's more action coming your way. And. We're proud to say we were there at the beginning. That's right. Uh, my week 15 got off to a good start last night with the Chargers uh, winning outright. I didn't have that. I just had the Chargers getting the points last night, but they had mm-hmm. the win in overtime on the road. So a good start to the weekend for sure. We're going to have all of our best plays later, and Mike has just been sensational. And Randy, hot, so. Randy, who's not with us today, yeah. but Randy uh, texted me, what do you like, he says last oh. night. I said, you know what? I'm going to lean not lean or lean. I said, I'm very light. I'm not giving it out. I'm taking the over. And that came in, too. There you go. See, I mean, right now it's just automatic, this guy. It's unbelievable. I love hey, it. We're all rolling right now. That's all that, that matters. The, 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 the team was 6-1. and one. And like I tell everybody, check my Twitter feed on Sunday. Yes. I know you could ignore anything else you want, but I... I've been getting thank yous from people for bailing them out. Well, yes. then go with us from the beginning. Then you won't have to worry about being bailed out. That's right. Mike has been very active as, as game times <laughs> roll on. Uh, as game times get close, though, about, hey, here's an extra play. Yep. Look, they could take this. I mean, and it, it's been fabulous. So make sure you follow us on Twitter. Mike is at North to North. And that's where you're going to get his yeah. plays. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. You were right on the Bears last week. They won mm-hmm. easily. They're a dog again. They're going yes. to Minnesota as a three-point underdog. Look, we'll take it, right, Mike? I mean, like, we'll, we both were on Tampa last week. Tampa had no business covering that game. The Miami Vikings uh, totally dominated that game, but the kicker missed three field goals and an extra point. But we'll take it. We won't complain. The Vikings played a lot better than a 12-point loss last week. I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm worried about this uh, football game. I thought that the Chicago Bear defense decided – to come out, play for Mitch, play for the team, shut the Watson talk up momentarily for at least a while. They get tired of it just like everybody else mm-hmm. did, and they put it to sleep. But I don't know if they're going to give that kind of effort again. I think if you watch the Chicago Bears like I do, uh, I see 
uh, effort last week that I hadn't seen mm. in previous weeks. And I see our playmakers making plays. Uh, they still got a problem at right end with Quinn, but I was sort of happy with the way that we played. Can we do that again? Minnesota's in the same spot the Bears were in last week. Yeah. They have to win this football game. They got playmakers, okay? They supposedly got the, uh, the better quarterback. They supposedly got the better running back. Do they have the better defense? I don't think so. So I think Mitch is going to have to uh, grind out this game. I think Zimmerman, he's a good coach. Zimmerman is a good coach defensively. And, and how many teams, how many men who were put on the scrap heap six weeks ago are then asked to have an upset, which last week was, folks, they were not favored, yeah. two weeks in a row. It's right. going to be tough. I'm telling everybody right now. The Bears have done a good job against Delvin Cook, speaking of that great running back they have. I mean, they've kept him about two full yards below his career average. Now, it's only four games. It's not a huge sample, but they've done a nice job on him. So maybe the defense can rise up again. But there are a lot of playmakers uh, that they're going to have to deal with, Mike. You're right. Justin Jefferson's been phenomenal, and he lit the Bears up in the first meeting. Yeah. 135 yards. I could see them putting 30 on the Bears. Yeah. And it, can Mitch keep Now, can that Mitch up? keep up? And in the last couple of weeks, he has. Well, three weeks in a row, he has. In my opinion, he'll be gone after this year. Uh, nobody really, everybody's got a bad taste in their mouth for what Nagy did to him that really yeah. watches the game of football. Nagy, people, a lot of people went down with Nagy's choice. And, and you know what? It just hasn't worked out. And I think if you ask a lot of Bear fans, would you rather have Nagy back next year or Trubisky? All of a sudden now, this Mitch Trubisky's being asked to save the job of a man who sabotaged his career in week three. That's that's a good poll question. I'm putting that on Twitter next week. Who would you rather have back, Bears fans, Nagy or Mitch? I well, like I'll that. tell you this. I like that. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you this. I saw Sylvie's tweet last week, which I, I'm disgusted with the whole bunch of you, okay? And I mean it. I'm disgusted. You make me mad because I'm telling you right now, 60% on Sylvie's quiz, would you rather see the Bears win or lose? Oh, yeah. 60% I, of I you saw you. I saw. 60% of you jersey wearers. Okay, and a lot of you media guys, okay, yeah. want to see the Bears lose to prove a point. How dare you? I saw what you, is tweet, wrong about, with I you, saw you tweet about that over the weekend. No, you're, you're all disgusting. <laughs> you give me, you give me the answers. You just don't give me the right answers. <laughs> it is so good. Uh, so there oh, you yeah. go. There's, there's Bears Vikings. Um, I'm with Mike. I mean, tread lightly on this game. I, I yeah. really don't have too strong an Nothing. opinion one way or another on this game. I really don't. Um, but you, can but, I tell you one more thing? Yeah. I don't know about shadow accounts. I got one account. That's why I get my brain speed in when I tell the truth. Okay? Um, but there was a columnist last week that sent out a tweet that basically said, boy, Houston, they're driving down the field. They may still have time. Now, this columnist works in Chicago. Now, it could be any one of the dummies who are always wrong, the five or six different or seven different ones. So I'm not going to say who. But then I said, what's the problem with that? He goes, uh. Oh, I got to get going soon. Like, he, could it have possibly been that he went under his own name? And I saw it, and I called him out, and he maybe thought he was on another on account. On a burner Cause, account. Because hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, hmm. he's clearly a guy that's a columnist in this town. Do your investigation if you want, folks. Yeah. Who clearly is rooting against the Bears. Interesting. Maybe. And how many columnists did you read going up? Are they still there? Because you know what, Carm? I'm going to tell you, all the guys from Morrissey, all these guys, if they were rated, if, the, if their job security was on right predictions, they would have been gone 10 years ago. Yeah, enough. I, yeah, I know. Like, and I'm trying. When I was a kid, you know, it's still Lincecum was still a big deal, and I'd read him a lot. But I mean, the, the medium's changed so much. Oh, my God. It's get along, Joe's. Yeah. 
And I'm not. And so, you know what? And then I'm asked, and I even told Yerkes this, and I love Yerkes. But Yerkes asked me to rate Trubisky yes, 1 to 100. Right. And I told Yerkes, I'm not going to have a Foles backer set the parameters. Uh, why are we still defending Mitch? Why aren't you... Well, who last week told me, boy, Mike, you're sticking your neck out for Mitch. It was the easiest I, call I've ever made. Really I would ask, oh, I remember everything. I ask, what defense do you have for picking that guy? That's all I would say to anybody out there. Yes. And now we're going to lose the guy to New England, Carolina, Jacksonville, San Francisco. I don't know well, where we're not losing go. to Carolina. I mean, Teddy's in Carolina. But he's gonna... you, have you watched him play lately? I don't think the problem with them has been Teddy, though. I, I, Can I you know, ask you a question? How's Cam Newton doing? Terrible. Remember? Didn't everybody want him? Not me. <laughs> uh, you heard it, though, right? Oh, yeah. And that, how about yeah. Bridgewater? I tell you what, we're as good under Mitch. I, I can name four or five guys that were supposed to come here that have fallen on their face practically. I, now, speaking of Teddy, yeah. the, the one thing that this guy does, Mike, and we've talked Covers. about this. Covers? Oh, my God. This guy, <laughs> I, I mean, it's unbelievable. When he's an underdog, the numbers are through the roof. When he's on the road as an underdog like he is on Saturday night. Remember eight and everybody. a half, right? It's eight and a half. He's 19-2 and two against the number as a road underdog in the NFL. It's incredible. This is a game that is tomorrow night. Remember that, folks. The Green Bay Packers play tomorrow night at home against the Panthers. Uh, I got to tell you this. On Saturday games notoriously have been bad for the system. I like to stay away from them. Hmm. I really do. And I, you know what? I got an even. It's even up here yeah. with this game. So, I mean, they're getting eight and a half, but... You know, this is Aaron Rodgers, and now he's in the MVP race because Mahomes yes. has stumbled a little bit of late, although you'd be out of your mind to take Rodgers over him. Rodgers has still been stellar. If he has another good game and Kansas City should struggle again, and he should struggle again, yeah. uh, then then you know what? He's climbing up the charts a little bit. A lot can happen in the last couple of weeks here. Absolutely. They, you know, and they can't, Mahomes got a big game this weekend. We'll talk about that uh, with the Saints. The other Saturday game is Bills-Broncos. Uh, I'm impressed with the Bills. I got to say, they've covered in five straight, Mike. They've won six of seven. The only loss was the Hale Murray loss at the end in Arizona. And you talk about a bad. I've had two terrible beats this year. That was one of them where Arizona did the right thing because the clock right. expired. They kneeled. Oh, that was that I had was my game. Th- oh, oh my god, I had them laying three. They win by two. And then wouldn't you know it, Mike? Monday night, I'm, I'm on the Browns. Plus the three, the game's a field goal game. I feel good. I said, well, at least I'll walk out of here with a push, not losing yep. anything. And then the safety. Are you I never kidding? saw it coming. Uh, I don't care. Did you? I never saw it coming, no. but then it made sense. No, I couldn't believe it, Mike. I'm like, I've had two terrible beats this year. Sometimes that's I know. just the way it goes, though. Well, it is. And you know what? Uh, Denver, I, I, I sort of would lean uh, Denver against Buffalo, getting the six at home. Me too. Only because of, uh, of Coach Fazio. Me I too. mean, yeah. uh, he just seems to... He knows how to confuse younger quarterbacks that are even good. And uh, I think that we're going to see a closer game. But I would not uh, put my money on it because it's a Saturday game. And notoriously, I have not done well on Saturday. So I, there's basketball. There's NCAA football. Yep. And, and by the way, I have uh, uh, LSU. Uh, beating Mississippi on Coach O. Oh, it's about time. What a win uh, last week uh, in, in in the Swamp, Coach O. Oh, that was incredible. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah we never know it. I never I think you lost my number, kid. That's all I'm going to tell you. But I'm wearing some purple stuff down in gold, and I'm sweating as I'm jogging. But anyway, LSU I like. So, you know, there's going to be a lot more other action besides NFL, too. That's true. Buffalo Bills can clinch the AFC East for the first time in 25 years with a win. Mark well, that's Greco the kick I get happy. out of. Can I give you one real quick one? We start, or Go ahead, real come? quick. All right. 
Trubisky was, all of a sudden, he had an easy game against a team that basically, Watson had to basically quarterback a team that Trubisky's had for three years, that type of team. <laughs> and, and he didn't get off the mat, right? Uh, all I'm going to tell you is this, that when it comes to betting anytime, anywhere, did everybody learn their lesson last week with 90% of the money going on to Houston, Texas? Oh, how about that? Yeah. All right, when we come back, Luke Pergandy. Luke, that's, that's Trask it. is in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that's our guy after last week. Now we got to wonder but again. Back. We're going to talk about uh, everything that's happening at PropSwap. They sold that huge ticket that we've been talking about with Clemson. Really? Yeah, they sold it. So we're going to talk about that with Luke when we come back. Uh, we got a long way to go, folks. Don't go anywhere. We're just getting started. It's Mike North. It's Carmen DeFalco. And we're the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. We're rolling along on the Odds Couple. It's Carmen DeFalco and Mike North. We're with you each and every weekend to talk sports gambling. We are presented by PropSwap. Uh, we love PropSwap, where America yep. buys and sells its sports bets. And one of the co-founders, a Chicago guy, Luke Pergandy. Oh, Crass gets in trouble. <laughs> he joins us every week to talk about what's happening at the website. And for the last two weeks, Mike, we've talked about that uh, that three-team parlay. Yep. Two-thirds of it are in. The yes. Lakers, the Dodgers, and Clemson to win the national championship. And it's been on sale, and it has now been sold. And the, the guy who sold it got 9 k for it, right, Luke? Yep. Yeah, so he turns $500 into nine grand, And the guy that bought it uh, obviously paid nine k with the chance to cash for 31000 Wow. Unbelievable. Wow, man. That is unbelievable. And that's what PropSwap does. So great. It gives somebody an option. Back in the day, you took the ticket. And then you looked at it as your team was dwindling and falling <laughs> off the, you know, falling <laughs> off the cliff. So it's a beautiful thing. Want to talk about like we always do, uh, Luke, the quarterback situation, Trask, the losing of that game. I think now, do we have if Trevor Lawrence puts up points mm. and they beat Notre Dame and they beat him convincingly, let's say they go forty to forty to ten. Oh, let's wow. just say that's interesting. Is he back? Is he back in the right. race with? Because Alabama, I think, is going to be tested against Florida. So you know what? I, I, if everything breaks right, does Trevor Lawrence, after Trask having an, a, a pedestrian game and losing that ball game, does he get back in the picture? Can Trask get back in if they upset no, Alabama? No, no. Trevor, Tra- Trevor Lawrence. Can Lawrence get back in? Yeah, I mean he's he's twenty five to one now. I just mm-hmm. think he just missed too many games mm-hmm. to still give him this award. I got. So, Mac Jones is minus 160. And then Devontae Smith coming yep. out of nowhere. He out was of nowhere. A, a, yeah, he's at two to one odds now. Wow. wow. Um, so, if he lights it up, you know, against Florida and has a three touchdown, you know, 100 yard game, uh, that, that becomes an interesting uh, dual pony race when they're on the same team. Wow. That is, that's <laughs> incredible. And, it, and, you know, to Mike's point, if Trask goes out. Not that it's going to matter for their playoff berth now. They're not going to get one. They're a two-loss team. But if Trask goes out and they can hang with Bama and he can throw four touchdowns, like it still could get yeah. crazy here in the last week, you know? Yeah. It's 
pretty Certainly wild. if they upset Bama, yeah. uh, then you're, we're really talking. I think if they lose, I just don't see him getting out in front of Devontae Smith or Mac Jones. I, certainly if they lose big, you know, he's, he's done that they lose big. If they keep it a game, you know, perhaps, but if they upset – Alabama, yeah, then we're, that's certainly a, a viable option. You know, then it becomes amazing. a three-pony race. Yeah. It's really amazing. Ohio State, if they were 2-0, and they'd be one of the top four teams. They would be. You know, uh, let's be honest about it, but, you know, know, heaven forbid know. Trevor Lawrence only plays five or six games, and he can't win the Heisman Trophy. It's crazy. So yeah. That part, to me, is crazy. I just think yep. that if Notre Dame that's played so well defensively against very good teams, mm-hmm. one of the toughest schedules in the if Lawrence goes in and throws four touchdowns, five touchdowns for like 450 yards, and they kill Notre Dame, I still got to think, and I understand the Alabama quarterback, to me he's Jack White, the guy that used to play for Oklahoma that won the Heisman, you never heard, or Jason White. Jason White. You you never heard of him again. That's the guy I think this guy is, so doesn't name recognition, aura, and the way that he's compiled his record the previous couple years, Luke, help him in the Heisman race this year, even with limited games. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that the Heisman judges should be thinking Trevor Lawrence is obviously going to be the number one pick in the NFL draft. To boost this award and to make it look legitimate, we should probably be choosing Mm. the future number one NFL draft pick and make this not a complete, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, let's have some correlation between the Heisman and NFL success. So, you know, from that angle, I think it's interesting. You're right. I mean, I, I do think they come out and smash Notre Dame, mm-hmm. um, you know, he might be back in it, but I just, so he missed four games. Yeah. I believe, you know, that it's just too many. Yeah. It's just well, I too just many hope Ohio State, I hope Ohio State wins a couple games and wins a national championship. It's unreal. If they were 1-0, they, they'd be going. I know. If that doesn't prove that this is all a giant business, it, you know, exactly. I'm not sure what does. Of course, and they got a lot of clout, and it is a giant business. Real quick, before we let you go on the MVP race in the NFL, you know, look, about uh, six weeks ago, I bought an Aaron Rodgers ticket on PropSwap. I sold it a couple of weeks later. I made a little profit. I'm wondering now if I should have held on to it. I was on the site early, like on Monday morning, looking for some tickets for sale. Like, you know, after last week, uh, I mean, you really, and if they secure that number one seat in the NFC, you really got to look at what Aaron Rodgers is doing and wondering if he's not the, I, I think Mahomes is still the slight favorite in Vegas, but boy, Rodgers is right there, Lou. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Mahomes was as high as minus 450. He's now down to minus 200. Aaron Rodgers, plus 150. So it is that is a very yeah. neck-and-neck race. Wow. Um, you know, we'll see what the game happens this weekend. Obviously, Drew Brees was just announced that he is going to go against the Chiefs. Um, so say they drop that game uh, and the Packers went big, which they pretty much have been doing mm-hmm. recently, uh, and he's just looked incredible. Um, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers becomes really interesting, and, you know, perhaps – the voters will, you know, see that this is one of Rogers' maybe last three seasons that he has left. Mahomes is going to yeah. play for another 12, 14. You, you know, know let's, let's give Rogers the award. Uh-huh. Interesting. You know what we could do? We could relive the Carl Malone MVP over Jordan. There you go. 
Any That's what them. it's going to be like. I mean, Aaron yeah. Rodgers is great. Don't get me wrong. But if, if, if Kansas City said we want Aaron Rodgers for Mahomes, no. the Green Bay Packer front office would help him yeah. pack Mahomes, his like, bag. At so. this point, Mike, you've said it. Like, I mean, he, he is the Jordan. Of the, I mean, he's he the is. best player in the league right now. Yep. Can, I mean, that's it. I mean, like, yeah, can, we'll see. as brilliant as Rodgers has been, it's going to be good. All right, yep. Luke, have a great weekend, buddy. Oh, oh, oh. We'll talk to you next week. Oh, go. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good week. weekend. Okay. See you, buddy. There's oh. Luke. He is at Luke Pergandy on Twitter. Love him. Hey, since you brought up Malone, I'm glad you brought that up. This is a good transition. I did want to talk to you uh, okay. about the NBA MVP. Let's the season's about to start. Yep. Mike and I always like to do this. We know I we bet talk. an exhibition game last night. Well, well there you and go. I won and over won. Atlanta. Hello, ching ching. <laughs> so so Giannis signs his max extension this week. I love Mike. him. He's I love him too. He's won back to back. Here's what doesn't happen anymore anymore in the NBA. Players don't win three in a row. Michael Jordan never did. Tim Duncan never did. Shaquille O'Neal never did. LeBron James hasn't won three in a row. The last player to win three straight MVP awards in the NBA was Larry Bird in the mid-'80s. Only Larry, Bill Russell, and Wilt have ever won three in a row. And I think because voter fatigue kind of sets in. So we have to find someone Jordan that we should have won. Oh, absolutely. You tell me Jordan. Michael Come Jordan on. never won three in a row, but voter, voter fatigue sets and in. And John Jackson was a writer in, for the Chicago Sun-Times. That's right. And we found out, well, the, the poor man, I found out that he voted for Carl Malone. And I did, well, back in those days, you know how things oh, were. Of course. Yeah, I got to work in a covered wagon. It was the pioneer days. <laughs> uh, I basically gave out his voicemail number. Real nice. Oh, yeah. That's when I was the, a, as nice a man as I am now. That's a famous story, though. You're right. Hoodie right. and I were talking about that earlier in the week. Oh, Hoodie Ab- knew. Absolutely. How do you turn on MJ? But that's the way these some of these people are. You're columnists in your own hometown. You're voting against the Bears. You're voting. You're hoping Trubisky loses. Your your burner account. Uh, you do something, make a mistake, and send a message out yeah. like that. Come on. So the bet I wanted to make, Mike, Sorry. was that no, it's okay. Yeah. The bet I wanted to make, knowing yeah. that Giannis is probably not going to win it a third straight year, and he's he's the second choice he's plus 450 the favorite is the guy i wanted to bet but i hate betting the favorite luka Doncic is four to one i was hoping to get him at like seven to one eight to one but no. luka Doncic is your favorite at four to one okay where's anthony davis anthony davis is a good call he's eight to one i take him those are the odds we're talking because about Don, right? you know what's gonna happen to him he does a lot on his own because he's on the mavericks right yes he is yeah it's called i'm mark cuban i'm all this and all that i'm only gonna have one superstar and, and hope i have kill him uh for him to win one nba championship well that's the same thing that's going on with this kid too they got to get a team around him and i think injuries this kind of thing that could tail him but you're right the two in a row by uh, uh giannis uh the, the writers know that they're conscious of that yeah. so he's going to have to be stupendous and win an nba championship and who knows if that's going to happen so uh i'm going to go anthony davis with the eight to one i think that's a great call and eight to one is kind of what we're looking for that's where to take a hundred bucks you could buy on props one. Ter- absolutely take a you know? hundred bucks you could turn it into 800 or sell it halfway through the season if he's i got favorite. a personal connection i actually love the hometown kid unlike other people in this town i love him too actually i have yeah i've loved anthony davis since the minute he came in oh the they don't win anything well, without him yeah he was if he decided to go somewhere else or stay where he was at the, the lakers are still scrambling he's, i mean that's just the way it is that's the kind of player he's been he's put up the same numbers as he did at new orleans and unlike kevin garnett 
uh, when they said, you know, he can't win with the uh, with with the Timberwolves and other people. You know what? And he did get that one championship. This guy went right over and was the same type of player yeah. in one. He's tremendous. And the Lakers are your favorite to start the year at yeah. plus 275. When Mike and I come back, we return to some football. More games in Week 15 and championship Saturday. We actually have a championship game tonight in the Pac-12, but there's all kinds of great stuff and a lot of good games that we have to talk about. We'll do that when we come back next on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. We're back inside the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap. Alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. Hit us up on Twitter. Mike is at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. The Encore replay will come your way tomorrow morning at 8 before White Sox Weekly here on ESPN 1000. And, of course, the podcast is always up right when we're done. Make sure you download the great ESPN Chicago app, and you can catch up on all the interviews, all the shows, all the original podcasts right on that great app. Oh, it's the dreaded 11 o'clock game, Mike. It's an 11 o'clock <laughs> alert. It's Northwestern and Ohio State normally uh, in prime time. It's 11 o'clock. We, we must stay away from it tomorrow. How I can that I, game be on at 11 o'clock? I have no idea. I, it's Why? Got, logistically, there's got to be some reason. I, I, I don't even know what it is. I'll be honest with you. That, I that's don't very know. sad, number one. That it's like put up there like with Texas San Antonio and some of these other teams. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm leaning, even if it's an 11 o'clock game, to the points. Okay. I'm sorry. And there's a lot. There could be some big COVID news. That's the rumor. Everybody pay attention, especially in the morning, to what Ohio State releases. There are rumors, and this is all the way out in Vegas because Furman even mentioned it with us earlier today. Oh, did he? There are rumors that there could be a couple of significant COVID absences for But don't the bet on based on that, right? No, I mean, just it could because factor. Because what happens in, if it doesn't happen, they, right, win, right, they right. win by 40. It, it could factor into your calculus. That's it all could, I'm saying. Though. Keep an That's eye cool. on it. Keep an eye on it. I'm leaning, and you know what, Carmen, I'm with you. I'm leaning Northwestern and Pat. I think that 20, you know, if, if Ohio State was a juggernaut, like, for this game, then I think that it might have even been a higher spread. I think 20 is very easy to bet Ohio State. Yeah. I really do. 20, 20 and a half. Uh, if it gets to 21, I think it, it uh, go light, unit or two. Yeah. But it's 11 o'clock game. I will not touch it. Exactly. I've been doing so well for the last four or five weeks since I got off that. Smart. Believe me. Andy Clemson's later in the day. Um, Ian Book is 30 and three, Mike, at Notre I Dame. I love him. He's 30 and three. He's getting double digit points here. I'd like mean, to see him play for the Bears as a backup or something yeah. to start. I don't know what he's rated at, but he wins every game he plays. 30 and three at Notre Dame. Now, Trevor Lawrence is back, and that does make a difference. Whew. Can they contain Travis Etienne again the way they did in the first game? He had fewer than 30 yards. No. Can, they, can that defense slow down Clemson and keep this close and keep it? Uh, within a single score. I mean, a lot of people think Clemson's going to blow their doors off. I, part of me feels like ND, with that defense, can hang for a little while. Let's see what I got here on my paperwork today. <sighs> lean. Ooh, that's a strong lean. Clemson. 
Okay. See, man, that's a, there's a lot of Clemson. Yeah, but there's a lot of Notre Dame people, too. I heard the main one the other night. Call T.O., baby. Call T.O. Anybody that thinks that the Notre Dame could not going to beat this team is out of their minds as soon as I heard that. You're like, you know, I, I know I where hearing, to go. I was hearing them do the game. You yeah, know? exactly. You God know, bless them. You know right you know? where to go. Yeah. As soon as he started talking about it, then I started doing my research. His his voice, call T.O., call, one of the best of all time, Dick Vitale. Yeah. Uh, he's a Notre Dame guy. I understand that. But Clemson's going to be out to make style points here, mm-hmm. and, and and when was the last time this Notre Dame team had a a clinker? I mean, I watched Florida, and oh my God, Wisconsin! Oh, I had Wisconsin oh, last week. Please believe me when I tell you this. If I was, Bar- I know Barry Alvarez personally. I've hung out with Barry Alvarez. I I, I was invited to Wisconsin for three days when I was at, uh, at the uh, other place, and we spent a lot of time together. And I'm going to tell you something. There's, he was the most mad guy in that whole state. And he might he was mad enough to probably fire the coach who did not have his team ready to play. And, and to think that, think about what that team did in its opener to Illinois. It's even more embarrassing for Illinois. And the that quarterback that looked like a Heisman. Oh. But when he got COVID, his whole season sort of went south. Yeah. But here's what I'm telling you. What's the spread in that game? They're giving 10 and a half I to think, somebody? I think so. Uh, to, it's uh, Minnesota, right? Yeah. You got to lean Wisconsin. Yeah. Well, who in their right mind would take Wisconsin after that? One of the worst played football games, one of the laziest lackadaisical games I've ever seen a Wisconsin team play in the last 15 years. Unreal. Now, what happened to Florida? I mean, Florida, I thought this was going to be a much more significant game, but now with two losses, they can forget about it. They're, 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 okay, who would they play? They played LSU. Okay. And they had played. It, 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 they, well, LSU had 54 scholarship players. 54. Right. That's it. Well, all you need is 22. <laughs> right? And you know who Trask turned into? Exactly who I said he's going to turn into in the pros. Like the Gino average Toretta. quarterback, Gino Toretta? Yeah. yeah. He played a team that was fired up. Uh, and, and I'm not taking anything away from him. He's in a good, great system for him. But if he doesn't get in that system or if he gets a coach like Nagy that's not going to try to make him adjust to the coach's system instead of what Bill Lazor's doing with, with True, then, then he's going to be in trouble. I've seen a million quarterbacks that look so great, just like this guy from Alabama. I can't wait to see him when he's quarterback in one of the three worst teams in football, yeah. and everywhere he looks, there's a one-star athlete instead of the five-star athletes he's been throwing to. Exactly. I mean, Alabama, though, uh, just from a, the standpoint of their— I like the 17. Do you like it? So does Furman. Furman liked the 17, yeah. too. I'll just say this, Bama. No, I mean, it's hot as hot as me right now. I, nobody's as hot as you right now. Do you mention my name sometimes to him and let him know that you know me? Oh, he knows. Are you kidding? Please. He knows the He knows. I know. Because Todd's one of the best. He's phenomenal. You know what? He's one of the guys that's helped turn the state into one of the biggest degenerate gambler states in the country. <laughs> Don't you love it? Oh God! I could only—if they only gave us more, we could really—we could—we could tip the scales. I know it's going to be—it's the next big thing, folks. Like we've been saying, and that's why the odds couple got to jump on everybody. That's right. I mean, we've been doing it almost two. How years How many years? Now. Two almost years now. It's going to be in February. It'll be two years in February. That's They're going to have a party or something. They should. They should throw I, a party for crying. I, I, I got to tell you something. Um, 
when when we got together, you know, we were just hoping to do a few months, see how it went. But it's gone great. Yep. We've got a lot of following now. And, and and Randy's done a good job. Tyler's done a good job. Sean, everybody else. Mike Thomas letting us keep rolling and stuff like that. That's so it's right. all good. It's all good is right. All right, and you like Florida. You like the points this way. Alabama's yeah, 10, Alabama's eight and two against the spread. They've co- they've had to cover like I think six straight. They've covered by more than nothing. I would tell you what, I don't, if I had a choice between the two games, Alabama and Florida, or Clemson and Notre Dame, yeah. I'm taking Clemson. Taking Clemson? That's how strong I feel about that game. Boy. Although Notre Dame could win, could lose by 10, you know. I think it's, I don't know what the money line is. It's got to be okay. But I think that taking the money line, you'd lose money if you if they lose. Yeah. But I don't think Clemson's going to lose to Notre Dame. I don't think I they don't. will either. I think they have too much to play for to get in. Yeah. I, yeah. Th- I think Notre Dame can lose and get in, Mike. Don't you? I agree. Yes. And there's too many. And Clemson, I don't think, can afford that. Some people think they could. That would surprise me, to be honest. I don't think they can lose to Notre Dame again and still get in. So well, uh, there's a lot what. for Clemson to play for. It's a good I'll point. I'll tell you what. It's going to be a great week. I mean, you know, I'm betting pre- exhibition basketball now. I'm in my glory. Don't you know, love it. I, I got to say this for everybody, too. I want to thank everybody for the best wishes that I got. We lost our dog, Lucky, who was oh. uh, uh, going to be 14 in February. We had two dogs, Licorice and Lucky, for 32 years. Jeez. And uh, when you lose a family member like that, people understand our dog lovers. It's always good to hear from people, and I appreciate all that. My wife and I thank you. And uh, we, he was a little gentleman, a great guy, and uh, he, he was always by my side through some losing streaks mm. as well as winning streaks. It's always good to have a dog. Do you have a pet, term? So we're actually getting a family dog tomorrow, believe it or not. We are oh going God, to get our first go. dog, yes. That's a, I can't believe I'm it. nervous. I'm excited. What kind of dog you getting, you know? It is a king. Uh, he is a king Charles Cavalier Spaniel. So he's okay. like about a fifteen to eighteen, a fifteen to twenty pound dog is how big. Sounds like it sounds like the head of a, some country. It does, right? Doesn't it? Yeah. Sounds like he's royalty. Or I got something. a lab. I got a lab Rottweiler mix. <laughs> are you guys getting? It's and it's so sad when you hear that. I We're going to wait I mean, a little bit. Are you going to wait a little bit? We're going to wait a little bit because this guy, out of the two dogs, and Lick was great. This dog did, and, and he was really attached to me. But oh, we're going to wait. But it man. was it, it was hard because he, but he got to die at home. He died in his sleep. Yeah. Yeah, and we were there with them, so uh, we good. knew he had a tumor, yeah. and, but he was great up until that. Unreal. Uh, he, he just got triggered, and, you know, like other like people. Yeah. And you don't want to cry about it too much because we know people out there that have lost loved ones and stuff like that, but he was our loved one. But it's so. emotional, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no and, problem. oh, I'm going to change the name on Friday from the, the bonus pick to the lucky bonus pick. That, uh, pick. i got to run run it over with you guys before that. That's a good call, in honor of Lucky. I like that. Absolutely. Right? That's a good call. All right, when Mike and I return, uh, we're going to have some of our best plays, but also ponies from Jim Miller. Oh, Jimmy! That's our guy from Hawthorne. He will join us when we come back next. We're rolling along. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. We're the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Stretch on the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap, Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, and it's the time of the show to talk to our great friend from Hawthorne Racetrack, Chicago's hometown track. They've got their penultimate 
uh, weekend of racing here for the meet in 2020. And uh, he's been red hot just like Mike has all year. He is the galloping gent, the one, the only Jim Miller. Jimmy! There we go. <laughs> Jimmy, how are you, buddy? I'm good, boys. I'm hearing the Jimmy more and more and more every week. So it's a beautiful thing, Mike. I give you all the credit in the world. And, yes, it was nice to get another winner last week. And uh, hopefully we can capitalize on that for this weekend. It has really caught on. Jimmy. Okay, so uh, it's on the dirt again. Is that right? So we're pretty much yep. done with the turf at this point. It'll be dirt racing this weekend, Jimmy? Yeah, or it's dirt racing this weekend and next weekend. And I'll tell you guys, the thing that's amazing with the last couple of weeks of racing is everybody's trying to get their last start into the year. So you have tons of full fields. And really what it provides is a lot more value at the betting window because there's so many wagering options. And the other thing you see, people start to drop their horses in class a little bit with the opportunity to just try to maybe get that horse claimed and maybe cash a check too. And you see horses that are really good horses running at levels that surprise you. But there's a reason. They want to win. They want to kind of get out for the year. So, really, it's very competitive racing. And it's a lot of fun for the last couple of weeks because there is a lot of value out there. You know, Jim, I uh, live in the sticks now. I used to be a city boy, and I love it out here because, you know, I live about 60, 70 miles from from where I grew up. But I got to tell you, I see a lot of farms. I see horse farms and everything else. And they wear blankets. They put blankets on these horses when they let them out. Me and my wife go drive around and stuff like that. But I, I, I got to believe there's some horses that don't want any part of this. Is there a, uh, a resistance or do they like the cold weather because it's easier to run it? But when it gets to be these kinds of temperatures, is there a fall off on their performance? Really not a fall off on the performance. Cold is actually a lot better than hot for these horses. Right. They seem to handle a lot better because horses will sweat just like athletes. So really hot weather can make things a little bit tougher on the horses when you're breathing and doing things along those lines. The main thing we worry about with the cold temps, Mike, is the track condition itself because you don't want the track to freeze up. You don't want it to be dangerous. So we have crews that work around the clock now at this time of year, just basically running tractors continuously over the track 24 hours a day so you can have a track surface that's safe for the horses. But when it comes to the actual racing itself, cold temps are far more preferred than the warmer temps, and they do walk the horses over in the blankets and that. But once they're out on the racetrack, this is a lot better than a 90-degree day for sure. That's interesting that they do it all night, huh, so that that track doesn't freeze. Um, yeah. People should follow Jimmy on Twitter, too. Because oh, you can, yeah. You can see he's always the, up. Always. He's giving picks, and he's got all the great pictures. Of the he's const- the best in the country. I'm telling you, in the pictures of the construction and the progress, they're building out, you know, everything's getting redone. They're going to build out the sports book, the points bet sports book there at Hawthorne. Um, which uh, hopefully by this time next year will be up and running. Follow Jimmy at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. And, and the construction, well, you've said it a lot. The weather has been your best friend, yeah. uh, not only for the yeah. racing, but it's allowed the construction crews to really kind of like plow along, right, Jim? Yeah, and that's the thing about it. There's really that level of excitement with the work going on at Hawthorne Carn because you see what it does not only for the industry, but like you mentioned, you're talking a massive build-out of a sports book for sports wagering where it's a Vegas-style sports book. And then a Vegas-style casino. So to combine all of those together, you're 10 minutes outside of downtown Chicago, and you're really kind of the only thing between the casinos out in Joliet and what you see in Indiana right now. So to bring it all together into one, it's, it's so exciting to see. To see a facility that I've seen kind of go through a metamorphosis from what I've seen when I started at Hawthorne 23 years ago to now, it's just really cool. And it's kind of a skeleton of a structure right now, but the amount of work they've gotten done in this weather is just truly incredible. All right, Jimmy, what do we like for the weekend? All right, three different racetracks, three different racehorses. We'll start at Fairgrounds on Saturday, race number seven. Look to the nine horse, Real News. This horse is eight to one. 
Bet it across the board. It's a turf sprint here. It's a stakes race. The source rates close, fights on late, and should be very tough. And then after that, go to Gulfstream Park, race 10, the eight horse, Sleepy Eyes Todd. Also bet this one across the board. This is a horse that you're not going to see early on, comes flying at him late in the lane, and may, may be able to just roll on by at 5-1. to one. And then at Hawthorne, race number eight, the two horse, De Yank. Likes this racetrack, fits well, ran against open company last out, state breads again on Saturday, and DeYank should be really tough in the eighth at Hawthorne. Three tracks tomorrow, everybody. The fairgrounds, the seventh race, the nine horse, bet it across the board, down at Gulfstream. The tenth race, the eight horse, again, bet it across the board, and then at Hawthorne, the eighth race, the two horse. Sound right? That's right. Let's get a couple of winners. We got a lot of action this weekend, boys. Sounds good. Talk to you next week, Jimmy. Jimmy! Right, take care. See you, buddy. There's Jim Miller at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. Yeah, he had another winner last week. God so. bless the man. That's right. That's Christmas what holidays coming up. You got to pay look, for all those Christmas presents. Look, if you're working that job at, at whatever and you need that second job, just listen to us. That's right. What are you doing? Making extra money on the side with That's us. That's all. That's it, baby. Before we give you our best plays, a couple other games to talk about here in week 15. Remember, we got a couple of Saturday games tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I know. Mike says be careful. Try I like the college. College games better. Do you, do you, in, uh, this weekend, just in general? You, you yeah, mean? yeah, in general. There's some good ones this weekend. I mean, even like the Mac, uh, not the Mac, excuse me, the Mountain West Championship game. That's got a chance to be a good game. Boise State, uh, San Jose State for the Mountain West title. One I mean, of the greatest thrills of my life. I was the only guy. <laughs> this is no surprise to anybody. All you have to do is listen to the Trubisky stuff. I was the only guy at my station that liked Boise State. Oh. Okay, and then Oklahoma came walking in and got their brains beat in. Mm-hmm. One of the great triumphs of my life, and one of the great one-day gambling sprees. That was the uh, the the Statue of Liberty game, right? Again, when they beat Oklahoma, yeah, it was the game they beat the the guy that you never hear from anymore. You, was it was that the Jason White game? It might have been. Yeah, I, I know the coach, the head oh, the coach. Co- that was, oh. oh, he's going to be the head coach of this NFL team, that NFL team. Who was the coach? I can't even remember his name well, anymore. Bob Stoops. Stoopy. Yes, yeah, Bob Stoops. Bob Stoops. Yeah. What happened to Bobby? Well, I mean, he had a good run in Oklahoma, but yeah, you're right. Never even, I mean, I don't think he ever. That's why Oklahoma, I mean, look at Switzer. I know he won the Super Bowl, but he yeah. just watched. Yeah, he was, he, he was like a season ticket. Holder. He watched. That's a good point. You know, Bud Wilkinson <laughs> couldn't make it in the. He won three national championships. That's right. Yes, he and did. he couldn't win. Oklahoma coaches do not translate for the most part. Ohio State. I like Ryan Day. I do too. I, I, I'll tell you what. If they said tomorrow, get rid of the guy that sabotaged my boys' season and the Bears, maybe <laughs> season, and for Ryan Day, I'd be. I'd pick him up at the airport, Carm. There you go. I like right? Ryan Day too. He is impressive. I agree. Uh, and and uh, lean small lean to that San Jose State uh, Boise State under by the way because Sparty's been uh, pretty good stingy defense and five of their six games have gone under the posted total. Let's give out some best plays, Mike. You've been red hot. I'll turn it All over right. to you. I got LSU first of all, folks. Yep. Take it one and a half or two. I, you know, I, I you know once I'm once in a while, Carmen and I get stuck with these numbers that inflate. You know, for us. And then, you know, we, we win by one, but we go off our old numbers. So, you know, I'm trying to project here what's going to happen. Now, I also like um, three games. Okay. Jacksonville. They've been good to me this year. Uh, they have not been bad. They're getting 13. I know that, you know, Lamar Jackson and, and Baltimore is good, Carm, but uh, I just don't see that happening. I really don't. I think that they'll win by 10. I think that, you know, once again, Jacksonville is going to be looking for a quarterback there, you know, next year. Yeah. And uh, 
uh, their 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 season is over. But those guys are out to impress management. So I like Jacksonville covering that. All game. right, uh, I'm going to take you to the Patriots Dolphins game where the Dolphins are at home as about a one and a half two point favorite. I'm going to back the underdog here, and road underdogs have been sensational this year in the NFL. I know Miami is the best against the spread t- uh, team in the NFL this year and the last two years, but Bill Belichick is 21 and five straight up in his career against rookie quarterbacks the last rookie to beat him was russell wilson in 2012 and that was by a single point and for some reason mike teams are just two and nine against the spread following the chiefs maybe they're just tired and exhausted from having to chase that offense around i don't know but i'm gonna back belichick against the rookie and i'll take the points in miami this weekend all right good one too megan i like that one too Carb. i'm taking new orleans i think people are gonna think that drew Brees is banged up that he's basically not gonna get the job done i think he's chomping at the bit he's been hearing about this number seven quarterback that fell, you know, didn't do all that well. Listen, they're not going anywhere without Drew Brees. I think we all agree with that. If they're going to go anywhere, I'm taking New Orleans with Kansas City and another flat performance. New Orleans plus the three. Love that play. The Saints are 10-4 and against the number as a home underdog in the Peyton Brees era. I absolutely love it, and they are a home underdog this weekend. And I also like the football team. Now, what scares me a little bit is the uncertainty at quarterback, Will Smith play or not. Seattle's got to cross the country. Uh, they're normally pretty good in this spot, believe it or not, playing breakfast football. But their defense isn't good, and Washington's is. 16.6 points per game over its last eight. Fourth in the NFL in defensive DVOA. The Seahawks, as good as they've been offensively, have still been outgained on the year. So getting nearly a touchdown, I'll take the Washington team at home this weekend. All right, and the last one I like, and uh, you know, I'm trying to figure out how San Francisco's favored against the Dallas Cowboys because Mullen is still going to be quarterback in that team, and Dalton's starting to get to know that team. So I'm going to put a one-unit play on that. I'm going to say I'm going to take Dallas plus the three in that football game. Um, I just don't it – it doesn't make sense to me. I like it. Uh, well, you like both my picks. It's, I it's, it's, well, well we do. But, but you, you know what? We're due. I'm due. I've been on fire. I'm sticking with my system. Dad, they Stick gave me Dallas plus the three, New Orleans, uh, uh, LSU, and Jacksonville. Stick with it, my friend. That's and, uh, it. I, and you know what? If I have a clunker, I have a clunker. I make it. We've been making a lot of money. We have. And I like and I like Teddy Bridgewater as a, a road dog again. Getting eight points, I'll take Teddy Bridgewater boy. tomorrow night. Absolutely. So I got. Oh, a bunch, I got something to root for. I got a bunch of underdogs. Let's hope it hits this week, and let's hope it's another good weekend right, for Bell. the dogs. Mikey, great stuff as always. We thank Tyler Rocky. For helping out today, Tyler and uh, Sean Davis. Thank you, everybody. Have a have a great weekend. Mike and I will be back with you next week for a little holiday edition. We can't wait for that. Uh, and Mikey, have a great weekend. And we'll you see too, you next pal. week. All right, buddy. All right, buddy. All right. For Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. Have a great night, everyone. We are the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN One Thousand.